Welcome back. This week we have a movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme where he's not pretending to be an American. That's right. <laughs> I'm Derek. I am Whitney. I'm Patrick. And this is Bad Movies. Worst, Worst people. people. So yeah, like John, he's totally a French man in this movie. Yeah, he's playing at least. I mean, he's in the the Foreign Legion, and he's brother. His brother's name is Francois, so Uh maybe he's French, maybe he's Belgian. I I don't really know anything about the Foreign Legion, so I'm a little confused because there's like African people, Russian Russian people, people. German people, uh, (laughs) Muslims, and like I've heard of the French Foreign Legion before, so I don't know if this is like a thing. I don't know. I'm very confused. Also, but yes, also there are like, like a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. Also, there are like there's like a Muslim guy or some kind of Middle Eastern guy. I don't know. There I think go. I think he was from Morocco, so okay. I don't know if that's what the Moroccan. I yes, guess. Moroccan works. Uh, Moroccan roll, man. Uh, <laughs> but like they're the 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 general or whatever. They don't really talk. The German guy. He keeps talking about wogs, and I had to Google that. And apparently, it's just like a British slang for literally anyone who isn't white. <laughs> And I was like, well, that's horrible. Yeah. But also, half the people in your, like, foreign legion... <laughs> are not white. <laughs> but leave it to the German. But so, maybe they are the prisoners of the war. <laughs> well, let me just say real quick, the movie we are discussing is called Lionheart from 1990, rated R, <laughs> violence, and lots of fucks and motherfucks. But no From titties. Joshua here. No titties, but we do get Jean-Claude Van Cheeks. Yeah, so. we do. Van Cheek. <laughs> no tan lines. Loving it. Uh, I had to make sure we clarified what the movie was because he did another movie called Legionnaire. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> and this one is Lionheart. Uh, Legionnaire, by the way, was also written by the guy that directed and wrote this movie. Oh, shit. So oh. the director slash writer, a guy named Sheldon Lettich, Lettich, L-E-T-T-I-C-H. Lettich. Let the titch. Uh, but he wrote, he directed... Wrote and directed Double Impact, wrote and directed this, and then he wrote Bloodsport, Rambo 3, Legionnaire, um, and then another one, uh, I can't remember, Hardcore, like C-O-R-P-S, bunch of Van Damme shit, and then So you know, some uh, schlock and load things, I see. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be discussing him again here shortly with Rambo 3. So. Oh, damn. <laughs> so the movie starts uh, with a shot of LA and some saxophone, some straight up nineties, just oh. like hundred <laughs> percent. Just, I even, I was like saxophone. Although all the saxophone in this movie is not accompanied by sex. Nope. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Maybe forced in an alley. Yeah. They do mention gang rapists. <laughs> yep. Because LA is just full of gang rapists and dopers. Apparently. I mean, it is 89, 90, <laughs> So there's a drug deal going on under a bridge because that's where you do drug deals, and like <laughs> they squat to do the deal. <laughs> yeah, they're all standing and talking. Yeah, and then this guy, whose name we learn an hour and twenty minutes of the movie, Francois, it's Jean Claude Van Damme's character's brother. Yeah, he squats down to buy some cocaine, and it's like this one dude, 
surrounded by like 20 other dudes and he's buying like the smallest little bag of cocaine like a little dime <laughs> like this isn't like i was like okay this is like a big drug deal no he's just like buying something to get through the night like i don't <laughs> right maybe it was a sample maybe i don't know but they hand it to him and he tastes it and he's like this is sugar and the guy's like yeah no shit and it k- kicks him in the face or something and he's like this- and this is gasoline <laughs> <laughs> dumps gasoline all over him and just lights this dude on fire so two minutes into this movie we have a flaming human being it's fantastic <laughs> and then we get the opening credits well no i guess the credits happened before then there's like somewhere i think this is where it says lionheart or something um, maybe i thought it was after the maybe it's after i don't know it doesn't matter then it cuts to the hospital scene yeah and we meet helen and nicole uh helen played by a woman named lisa pelican with a k <laughs> not a c <laughs> not the bird yeah uh not really in anything <laughs> that i really noticed uh, Ashley Johnson, however, who plays Nicole, I recognized her the first time I saw this movie. You recognized her right away. recognized her. I couldn't figure out why. I went through her credits and I figured out what I knew her from, which is kind of sad and says a lot about me. I know her as that waitress from the Avengers. <laughs> so the first Avengers movie, there's like this waitress that you know Captain America saves her from one of the, the aliens, whatever the fuck they're called, and uh, the Chitari. And then at the end, she's like interviewing about how Captain America saved her and she loves him and all this stuff. And she's one of the people that's like, the Avengers are awesome when they're doing that whole, you know, they should, they shouldn't oh, yeah. thing. I was like, that's weird that I'd recognize her from that. But you had a much better reason for recognizing her. I recognized her. her from Growing Pains. She was that like surprise baby. That Cr- Chrissy Seaver. Yeah. She was like back in the 80s and 90s. There was, you know, families were like, oh, by the way, we're pregnant. And your children are all, the youngest one is 13. And you're like, surprise! Yeah, and then the baby... We're still doing it. And the baby's on the show and is seven. Yeah. (laughs) Because Lionheart was her first thing. So if she was a surprise baby, she became a grown-up child much quicker. Real fast. (laughs) We see the the crispy, not corpse of this guy get rolled in. Somehow this dude is alive. (laughs) He looks like a fucking... He looks like Two-Face. I was thinking he looks like a date. (laughs) (laughs) A bacon wrapped date? Yeah, like a dried up date. (laughs) Just think of that, like the the memes where how it feels in Arizona when you open your door and it's (laughs) Harvey (laughs) where half of his face is cooked off. Are you when you have to drive with your window down? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good old Arizona. Oh, that's going to be fun for you in the summer, isn't it? Oh, God, no. And to drive that little fucking reverse fucking car around. Tin box. Are you allowed to have like a little plug-in fan blowing your car? Uh, groinal area. Groinal. <laughs> we we are now introduced to Leon, who is Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, he gets a letter in the middle of Africa or wherever he's in here. Like yeah. North, he says North Africa, so I'm assuming like Morocco area. That makes sense. And they they come out. They're like, "Hey, we've got mail for you, but we're not gonna give it to you, fuckhead." And he just like stabs the letter in this dude's crotch. <laughs> he's like, "This is mine." Yeah, and he like reads it, and he goes to his boss, and he's like, "Hey, uh, this letter's from my sister in law, and she says that my brother was, you know, burned alive. My brother is and... dying. I need to go see them." Yeah, and apparently they called like two weeks ago. Why didn't you guys tell me? And they're like, "Because you gave up your family to be here." I never gave up my family. <laughs> I know it's a bad accent, but so are most the ones in this movie <laughs> so yeah they're like you can't go to your family and like they're like we're gonna put you like oh you must have desert fever so we're gonna put you in the sweat box until you sweat out your fever 
Which is like the smartest thing to do. It's 120 degrees outside, so I'm going to put you in a tin fucking box. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is it's a punishment. But like like to what you said, is he a prisoner? Like, I don't know. Is, is the Legion made up of like constricted, like, or conscripted, like, prisoners? Are these, because they mentioned that he signed up to be there. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this is fucked up. Who fucking knows? <laughs> you get no leave. But they're like, what, well, we need you here in case the wogs come and fight us or something. And like, like, are they fighting Spoiler aliens? alert, there's no wogs. No. Also, is this like a... St- I was, the whole time I was like, are they on Star Wars planet? Is <laughs> <laughs> this Tatooine? Who the fuck are these? I don't know if we should be saying that word. It is <laughs> negative slang. Oh, Jesus. But nobody knows what it means. I had to Google that shit. Someone's going to write you. Yeah, well, you know, some British person will write in and be mad about it. And I'll be like, eh, fight me. <laughs> you pay for the ticket. I'll come over there and fight you. I'll pay for your ticket. I don't know what that means. So they're going to put him in the sweat box, and he's just like, well, fuck it. Revolution. Viva la revolution. And he just starts kicking the shit out of all these dudes. And I mean, you, what it was, was it, I'm, seven I'm, minutes? Uh, yeah, seven minutes. We get our first seven roundhouse. Seven minutes, we get a good old-fashioned JCVD roundhouse kick. Love it. What is that, <laughs> an hour sooner than Universal Soldier? Oh, God, yeah, dude. Universal Soldier, he doesn't kick anybody until like the last ten minutes of the movie. Ugh. I mean, I guess he's a robot cop or something cyborg a universal soldier (laughs) yeah he's a cyborg you know where else he's a cyborg the movie cyborg (laughs) which i always thought was the same movie until like a few years ago (laughs) so he he kicks his way out of this place he steals a jeep yeah and drives off into the desert and they go chasing him and then they're like "Mm." but then he's like (laughs) scrambling to get to the ocean he sees the ocean yeah but where how the fuck could they not find he drove away. They drove away immediately after him. It's the flat, open desert. How did he disappear? I don't remember him. I don't remember that part. I just remember the next, the very next scene where I, he's I crawling in the desert. I only remember it because the general or whoever it was screamed, hey, go get that Jeep. Like He's like, I don't give a fuck about the dude, but he took our property. <laughs> it's like uh, Blazing Saddles. He's like, almost lost a $400 hand cart. And leaves like <laughs> Bart and the guy down in this uh quicksand (laughs) yeah so they're like well fuck it he won't survive you know they'll get him out there or or, you know he'll just die or whatever uh and yeah then he gets to the ocean which i guess is very close to this open desert who knows it's north africa (laughs) i don't know the geography of africa that well but he's also been crawling in the desert and they're like oh let him go he won't survive that i do remember that scene yeah and he's like got his shirt wrapped around his head and shit and i mean he's doing the desert stuff but like he sees the ocean and gets all happy and runs toward it and i like you i thought he was (laughs) just gonna start drinking it (laughs) not that you can drink that fucking water buddy I'm, i'm dehydrated you know what i should do drink a bunch of salt water that's not gonna I'll hurt. just make you throw up even more. <laughs> so, but he ends up getting on some like liner, right? He gets on some ship. Yeah, he gets on a ship as like a, a worker, like uh, shoveling coal. You know, I guess that was a thing you could do. We've seen that in a couple shows recently. A couple of them. It's like, hey, yeah, you want to shovel some coal? You want to fucking mop the poop deck or whatever? <laughs> swab the poop deck. <laughs> I guess that's where they poop and they gotta swab it off. Uh... <laughs> it's bird poop. <laughs> okay, I guess that makes sense because that's where the the mast is. All right, I get it. I always wondered about that. I, I just like, thought of it right now. <laughs> I was like, I guess that's where they poop because it's a ship. <laughs> Literally thought of it right now. We we kind of get introduced to the guys who are going to be following him throughout this movie. One of them, Bartog, who I'm pretty sure we don't get his name until like the end of the movie. And Mustafa. And then uh, yeah, Mu- yes, Mustafa. I almost said Mufasa. I know hey, you did. You know whatever. <laughs> uh, Mustafa is played by a guy named Michelle Kesey, 
I think Q I S S I. Uh, I only even wrote, I only know wrote that down because I recognized him. I recognized him because he's in almost every Jean Claude Van Damme movie from the eighties and like early, all the good ones. He's in yeah. like he's in Kickboxer. He's in Cyborg. He's in Bloodsport. Uh, he was in another one. I can't. I didn't write it down. They pair well together and know each other's moves. Yeah, and the other guy wasn't really in anything. Like unless you are a big fan of like. I mean, he was in, he had a bit part in Universal Soldier, and he had a small part in Rambo 2, I think. But, like, unless you're a big fan of, like, Russian language action films, I, like, I was looking <laughs> through his thing, and all these titles were in Russian. <laughs> Could you even read it? Well, they had it in, like, English-Russian. Oh, okay. Not, like, their alphabet, you know? But yeah, like... I get you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> So, like, the they go, the general or whoever, the guy in charge of the camp goes to, like, file a report about Van Damme missing. And he's, like, the guy who files it with is, like, oh, well, the L.A. cops will see it. You know, maybe they'll be able to find it. Maybe they won't. He's, like, uh, they are so busy with rapists and gang bangers or gang rapists. So that's what he says. Gang rapists and dope dealers and gang members or some shit. Just, you know, America. <laughs> <laughs> if they'll find them eventually. Which is the big vibe in this whole movie, by the way. Everything John claude Van Damme sees is just him being like, oh, America. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is my life now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this, uh, this is exactly what we get. So they get to L.A. or they get to New York. The ship gets to New York and he sees New York out there. And he's like, he tells the, the ship's mate guy there. He's like. What the fuck, man? I thought you said we were going to L.A. The guy's like, fuck, doesn't matter to you. You can't get off the boat. You have no green card. You have yeah. no visa. And fucking Van Damme just basically threatens his life. He holds him over the, quote, ocean. <laughs> it's a bathtub. Yeah, he's, he's like <laughs> holding him over like a tank of water. <laughs> and he's like, you let me go. And then, so he does. Whatever. He's like, fuck it, man. I don't know where you you go get arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not my fucking problem. So he's walking through the alleys and he sees a bunch of homeless people and like oh and he's just, you know, sad music playing and he's walking around in these like Popeye pants. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing a mixture of freezing cold and then hot and then freezing cold and then hot. All in a matter of like seconds of walking down a street. Yeah, like every other scene, he's like blowing in his hands or like holding his shirt. Like, and the know. other one, he's just like briskly walking. I guess you know, he gets warm and then he walks and he's like, oh, cold again. I don't know. Who yeah. fucking knows? Steroids. <laughs> yeah, he, that's this, he, this one he literally, though, says he's like, Psh, I'm ready to go. Yeah. When he walks by all the homeless people. All the homeless people. Skyscrapers, homeless. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> Uh, and so he's trying, he's like, tries to call, but he doesn't have any money. And the lady's like, he's like, but it's my sister. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. And it, like, unless so, you have $2 and 40 cents. Yeah. And at first I didn't realize they were in New York. Cause he just said, this is in LA. I don't know where you were. I don't know how you thought this ship was going from like Northern Africa to LA. I mean, I guess they go through the fucking Panama, Can Panama canal or whatever. It doesn't matter. No one cares, but he needs money. <laughs> And so, like, conveniently, he hears a bunch of people cheering and, and making a bunch of noise, and it's an under-the-bridge fight club. <laughs> I'm down. By the way, the audience in this fight club is so weird. It's like, there's homeless people, and there's, like, some Construction guys workers. Yeah, in their clothes. Like, they've got the hard hats on, which, by the way, they just look like plastic fucking Halloween Like, Bob the Builder hats. hats. <laughs> They've got their hard hats on. They've got work gloves on. It's like they just left. Like they were doing construction. They were like, oh, here's some rackets. Oh, cool. There's a fight. <laughs> they were moving some fucking steel beams and were like, oh, oh, shit. Let's get on this game. <laughs> no America. wonder construction takes so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> they keep stopping for fight clubs. 
We don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> There's also like some breakdancer guys in there. There's like a dude with like a high top fade and like yes. some silver glasses and shit. I don't know. So this is where we meet uh, Joshua, played by Harrison Page, who I, yeah, I we both said, I think we all said we thought we recognized him. But I don't know why. He was in Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, which is a terrible movie that I've seen. But I don't know if that's where I recognize him from. And he was like, he's just one of those guys. Maybe he just has one of those faces that you're like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Leon is like, oh, money? Sure. I'll fight. Like, I'll come in here and kick some dude's ass. What's your name is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leon. Uh, the lion. Well, he like said that he goes, Leon, 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 Leon. It's Lion. That's so creative. And then Cynthia does the same shit here. The the lady that funds all the other fighting. She's like, Lion, Lionheart. that's stupid. Lionheart. That's not dumb at all. <laughs> of course, Leon wins. He kicks the shit out of this guy. He takes the money out of Joseph's pocket. And he's like, hey, you took too much money. And he's like, mm, bye. <laughs> Deuces, bitch. So, you know. Or not Joseph, Joshua. Sorry. Yeah. I wrote Joseph for the first like four notes, and then I was like, oh, his name's Joshua. <laughs> Whatever. You're the worst. Yep. <laughs> so he they go to get... Well, <laughs> Leon goes to get lunch, <laughs> and uh, Joshua just won't stop following him. <laughs> no, he's just like on his butt yeah. like a lost dog. Well, he knows, you know, this guy's going to make me some money, right? So like they sit down to eat, and Leon is not interested in his food. He gets this burger, and he's just like, poke. <laughs> this isn't even food. This is not escargot. What do I do eat? <laughs> uh, Joshua makes Leon pay for it because you know he's got all the money, and he tells him like, "Yeah, I, I can get you to LA, man, but we got to go see a friend of mine first. So this is when we're introduced to. Well, first we meet Russell, who is like the personal bodyguard, I guess. He's the Kevin Costner to Cynthia there. Yeah, and if you might know <laughs> this guy, he looks like he was he in Universal, not Universal Soldiers, but. Uh, like the He-Man movie, was he? I I, I think he might have done something because his IMDb picture he has like a He-Man armor like a thing, Conan. On, but I didn't see that in his credits. But okay. I also just went to actor, and that might have been under like stunt department or something, maybe. Maybe, but this he is a was, big dude. He was definitely in that wizard. Yeah, he's in a movie <laughs> called Doctor Mordred. Uh, with uh, fuck, I can't think of his name right now. Is it Jeffrey Lyons? Doesn't matter. The guy from Reanimator. It's an awesome movie. We're totally going to do it at some point. I've brought it up on here before, but it's going to happen. When you see this guy, you're like, oh, that face. He's a he's an evil wizard with a blonde mullet in that movie. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he also played, oh, you know what? The armor I saw, just figured it out because I wrote this other note. He played Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh. So I guarantee you that was the Shao Kahn armor just okay. with the helmet off. Okay. Because it looks like some He-Man bullshit. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. That's what I meant, He-Man thing. I don't know if I said that. And it, you did. And they they keep talking about the... Or they introduce the lady. They just say, this is the lady, whatever. They don't say Cynthia till like halfway through the movie. Yeah. It's, she's played by a woman named Deborah Renard, who was on Dallas for a whole bunch of years. Like I don't know. Basically, she runs the Rich People Fight Club. She has that really annoying rich bougie lady haircut oh my god the super short but like slick back and then 80s style fanned up yeah, higher like pompadour like thing like she looks like she belongs she looks in horrendous the fucking johnny and the mustangs or whatever yes. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> of the rock aliens <laughs> Ugh, I, hate, I don't like this person so and when she is a just a horrendous bitch. Yeah. I mean, she's doing her job, but yeah. you want to hate her immediately. You're like, oh, 
this is that bitch. <laughs> she would, they want him to fight in this other fight club thing, whatever. And like the odds are three to one. So he's like, sure, I'll take that. I'll fight him. I'll get a bunch of money. This fucking douchebag in like a leather vest who, when he gets, go to get in the fight, he goes, uh, the guy says to him, uh, you're kind of pretty. I don't know if I want to fight you or fuck you. And then gets really scared by uh, John. Uh, John? Not John. Fucking <laughs> Lion's uh, face. Because his face just goes from like, I'm watching you to like squinty eyed. Like, oh, yeah. I'll fuck you. By the way, you got a thousand names you could call him and John is not one of them. I you know. Go, you could say Van Damme. You could say Jean-Claude. You could say JCVD. You could say Leon. You could say Lionheart. <laughs> hey. Jean is John in English, and I speak English. I don't. I speak Belgian. <laughs> you need to do it like this all night now. I don't know if Belgian is its own language. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Probably. If Jack was here, he'd do a better Jean-Claude. I can't do him. I know. Jack is way better at voiceovers <laughs> than you are. <laughs> well, he's got that JCVD. Uh, it's mostly one specific line. I think it's from Double Trouble. The one where he plays his own clone or twin i or mean something. double trouble sounds right it's either double trouble or double <laughs> impact one of them I is mean, one of them. a porn no no he, it's the one where he's with uh um dennis rodman and he says something about his silk underwear and it's like that's how ja- <laughs> that's how jack gets in the, you know you can say like a certain line yeah his silk underwears and then he goes from there and <laughs> oh, what is this so he wins this fight because the guy goes to kick him and he just punches this dude square in the sack just done but he <laughs> Little little two step backwards, which I know it doesn't matter. He had just watched this guy in the vest do a fight, and there's no rules in this fight. And he like teeter tattered with another person, and he ended the fight by punching the dude in the nuts. So Jean Jean Claude was like, "I'm just gonna start it that way. <laughs> Let's just get right to the point. Let's fight literally <laughs> like, right to the point." He's watching this guy fight, and he's like, "This guy's fucked." Sucks. I'm not gonna break a nail gonna, on you. Yeah, I'm gonna break a sweat. I'm gonna turn my <laughs> fucking hundred bucks I just won or whatever into ten thousand right now or whatever yeah. the fuck he does, <laughs> because that's what they mentioned that they both left with five thousand dollars. Him mm-hmm. and Joshua. So she's trying to get Leon to stay, but he's not having it. I need to get to L.A. And she's like, "Why?" And he just gives her the stare. Everybody, every time someone asks about what's going on, he just stares at them. Not your business. Yeah, which I mean, fair. What I did tonight, I did for my family. Not for you, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, well, I can set you up a fight in L.A. And he's like, you know what? Let me out of the fucking car. Just let me go. I want to get out. <laughs> so he gets out of the car and walks away like an angry girlfriend in a fight. <laughs> Joshua. You're right. A hundred percent an angry girlfriend. And then here comes Joshua. Because literally he's hey, like, man. pull over. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> hey, man. Come on. Wait up, man. So he's talking about like. Joshua won't leave him alone. He's like, what do you want? You want more money? And he starts pulling out all this money. Don't and they talk are about money surrounded right here. by homeless people. They're just all down the street, which I mean, late 80s, New York. And he's like, don't talk about your money. And then very loudly, he's like, if anybody heard that we had $10,000 in our pockets, we wouldn't make it to the end of the street. Right. Well, why are you saying this so loudly? <laughs> Let's go over there. Let's go use that phone over there. Yeah. So they go to use a pay phone to call a cab, which, when by the way, when they do call, he's like, what do you mean you don't send cabs to this neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> but we run into a lovely bunch. Yeah, there's this, uh, this fucking gang from the Warriors, which keeps coming up on this show, because these guys are all cartoon character gang. Yeah. Members. I'm pretty sure that the two that we really noticed, the two like main focus ones, the, the, the leader. Mike Jones? Yeah, the leader <laughs> guy that's kind of like Mike Jones with like a high top fade, and then the, the guy with the fucking really low, the Billy Blanks wannabe fucking yeah. low cut uh 
tank, tank top, top there. I'm pretty sure that they had one outfit and they split it. Because okay. the leader guy has like a jacket on and no shirt. So it's just his, <laughs> his abs. The other guy has just a shirt, just a tank top, but no jacket. And he's just showing off all his muscles, which come to nothing. Absolutely nothing. So yeah, they try to like steal the money. They try to fight these. They try to jump. Uh, so Leon Joshua and Joshua. gets the Mike Jones guy. Like, yeah. He's just fighting that guy. And, and Van Damme kicks the shit out of everybody else. Like everybody else. Except for fake Billy Blanks, who with all of his muscles just goes... You got lucky tonight, man, and runs away. I'll get you next time. <laughs> uh, yeah, and when he calls the for the cab, he's got the phone cord wrapped, wrapped around, around this dude's neck. Which, by the way, you can tell it's not the phone cord that goes on the phone. It's like a completely different color. It's not those little metal janky things. But those phone cords were like fucking a foot and a, a half long. long. This one's like three feet long. <laughs> yeah. He's got it wrapped around this dude's neck, and he's like, hey, you need to use the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Joshua says he's going to help. Uh, Leon get to LA. They do get a ride somehow. Somehow end up in LA. Yeah, how does this fucking four I mean, day road trip happen? Well, it's pre 9 11, so he could have gotten on a plane without <laughs> showing an ID. I mean, he's obviously wanted by like Interpol at this point, right? Because yeah. he abandoned the French Legion or whatever. But like, you know, he just got there and was like, I pay cash. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Here's yeah, the ticket. Fucking... We'll take cash. <laughs> we're we're going to pocket this cash, but we'll take it. <laughs> it's 1990. You could still smoke on airplanes, couldn't you? No, maybe not. I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't fly. So he finds out that his brother's dead. His, his brother died the previous week. So it took him more than a week to get here. I mean, <laughs> he was on that ship. So I guess that took a month probably, right? Because he had to go across the Atlantic. Yeah, I mean, they said they could do it in seven days for the Titanic, so. Yeah. I mean, this guy had to be shoveling. To get, he's like, get this ship going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so our timeline is weird. We don't really have one. So he's asking the doctor, did they catch the men who did this to my brother? And he's like, uh, maybe sure. you should worry about his family and not vengeance like the guy's like i've seen this before he's like there's thousands of dollars of medical bills she needs to help pay with this <laughs> yeah and basically he's like but did they catch him and the guy's like yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure they caught him don't worry about it and he's all like sad. it's america of course they got him yeah he's like all sad <laughs> by the way he's like i have business to take care of i think he wants to like hunt these guys down but it never comes up again no never <laughs> Well, so, because the doctor told him they were caught. Yeah, I guess. Joshua, he comes out and Joshua's still trying to talk to him. And basically, at this point, he's finally like, dude, fuck off. Fuck yourself. And Joshua's like, what? I don't know anybody else. I literally came to LA with you, man. <laughs> like, he's what like, the fuck? I got a place to stay because Cynthia had put her personal number in his pocket before they left. Yeah. Well, and then he also mentions that he has, eventually mentions that he has a history with Cynthia. Like, yeah. she screwed Joshua over in the past. But yeah, he's like, I have a place we can stay. Come with me. And they get, well, first they go get drunk. Oh, yeah. First they get fucking sloshed. They that take a lady. bunch of shots of tequila. <laughs> so anyway, there's this lady sitting in the bar who is like, it's just, just eyeballing them. They're having this conversation. He's telling Joshua his whole story, basically. And this lady is just staring at them the entire time. <laughs> and uh, when <laughs> Joshua gets up to go make a phone call, Van Dam turns and looks at her and she just gives him a big old wink. <laughs> oh, that's what you said. You're like, large Marge wink. <laughs> He's like, okay, I will go with you, but don't ask too much question. <laughs> yeah no the, his broken english is ridiculous and i don't know if that was because he just didn't know how to read english yet and so he was being read a script yeah i mean 
I'd have to look at the order of all of his movies, but movies like Bloodsport and Kickboxer, he doesn't have a whole lot of lines. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of dialogue in this one. Also, he is still playing a guy from France, question mark. So, like, it would... <laughs> he's going to see his sister-in-law. And he's going up the stairs, and this bouncing ball comes down, and everybody at the same time is like, horror movie. Yep. Like, <laughs> we've seen this movie. Here comes the monster. And it is. It's a small child. So <laughs> <laughs> the it's it's Nicole. She comes running down, and she's like, he's trying to talk to her, and she's like, my mommy said not to talk to strangers. And then she like turns to walk away, and, and then like, she turns back around and introduces herself. I'm Nicole. I'm, I'm five, five years old. <laughs> and he's like, I am Leon. Like, he says some French shit. I don't know. He does. He and then says he says his name, times. and she's like, well, now you're not a stranger. Which is less creepy. Like, I I was like, he's going to introduce himself and then say, now I'm not a stranger, which is something that someone who's kidnapping your child would say. Yes. But no, he says the right <laughs> thing. No, I'm a stranger until your mother says I'm not a stranger. Yeah. And you can hear, so the landlord is upstairs yelling at Helen. 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 <laughs> it is Helen, L-H-E-L-E-N-E. But, you know, he's French, so it's Helen. And he, the, the landlord's just like, I need $455 by Friday, and then one day late, and I'll kick you and your family out. And then he, like, comes down the stairs, and standing directly in front of her child, he's like, people like you are why I can't keep this building in shape, or I can't fix can't the, fix elevator, the elevator. elevator and shit. And it's like, no. You look at you. You're wearing this fancy suit and you're yelling at this lady about $400. Shut up. Right. You're obviously a slumlord. Eat a dick. If this was a different kind of movie, Jean-Claude Van Damme would have kicked that dude's ass. 100%. <laughs> but Jean-Claude Van Damme in this movie is like the literally lion heart. He's like the most pure heart. Like He doesn't want to fight. Yeah. He doesn't want to fight. He wants to take care of people. He's like, at the end of the movie, <laughs> just jump ahead real quick. He's like... I will take you away from this, Alan. I will take you away from this, Joshua. I will also take Cynthia if she wants to go. Like, Cynthia you don't is even a know twat. <laughs> <laughs> I will save everybody. I am a wise knight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he goes up and she sees him and she's like, she's pissed. She doesn't want Leon there. She tells uh, Nicole to go inside and she goes off on him and she's like, you're the reason he got into this stuff in the first place. Like he was smuggling drugs to Amsterdam for you or something. And he's like, no, that is just what I said to the police. Just so so he could get all free. Yeah. And then she's like, well, maybe he should have gone to jail and it would have helped. No, he (laughs) wouldn't have died. Strong. Yes. He was not (laughs) enough strong to go in jail. He wouldn't last. (laughs) Not to go to jail. Go in jail. So she slams the door in his face. He slides money under the door and she kicks it back at him. And she's like, fuck you. I don't need your money, which she does. But Um, she's a proud person. When he's leaving, there's like some more like saxophone, like great, like 80s, 90s, like saxophony, like jazz. Kenny Rogers. That's who I'm thinking of. The saxophone player. That's not. Kenny Rogers is not a saxophone player. What is. Oh, no, he's not. Yanni plays an alto sax. There's a Kenny also. Kenny G. Kenny G. Fucking told you. All right. Not Kenny Rogers, though. (laughs) Not Kenny Rogers. My bad. He's got chicken. Um, (laughs) But, like, there's this smooth jazz stuff playing. And, like, Leon is leaving the building. And in the background, you see Mustafa walking by because they're there watching him. And the music changes to, like, this fucking Aladdin, like, <laughs> thing. And I was just like, wow. Okay. I think you were writing a note down and you're like, did the 
Did Mustafa just walk by? Because they changed the music. Yeah, like what the fuck? And then they do it later too when the Scotsman fighter guy comes out. They do. They, they do like a bagpipes. synth bagpipe thing. Like, uh. Which if, it's fun to watch these movies with uh, closed captioning on because when they're like poignant music, soft music. Unsettling music. <laughs> when they take a shot, by the way, I did write a note. The toast or whatever that Joshua says is jump the devil with his blind children and then takes the shot. I'm using that from now on. I don't know what that means. You might want to Google it and make sure it's not like, you know. Wogs. What is it? Jump. Jump the devil with his blind children. Jump the devil with his blind children. I don't fucking know what that means. But I wrote it down because it was awesome. Yeah, this is when they says they'll get a place to stay. They go and it's this big like sweet ass penthouse. Uh, he doesn't say that it's Cynthia's. He says a friend of this is a friend of mine, but she lets me use it when she's out of town or whatever. And this is your room. Yeah, he gives him a room, and he's like, "Where will you go?" And he's like, "Oh, I got another room next door." So That's her she room owns also. that building too, or that room too. Yeah, so this is her floor. Which, by the way, the room numbers were like fifteen something. I was like, that building is way bigger than fifteen stories. And she's got to be at the top. She's the fancy lady. True, but they also skip thirteen. Okay, so it's way bigger than 16 stories. It's like a 40-story building. <laughs> what does Mitch Hattenberg say? If you jump off the 14th floor, you will die earlier. <laughs> Sorry. So, yes, more saxophone music while he sleeps, and he, like, wakes up. Yeah. And that's when the saxophone music kicks in, and she comes over and tries to be all seductive. She, like, lays on the bed and does, like, the leaning over seductive pose thing. And he has nothing on. Yeah, he goes to get up, and he realizes he's naked, which I feel like I would notice immediately if I woke up naked. Yeah. Especially on, like, silk sheets. I think I would notice if somebody was taking my clothes off. He was very tired. And very very drunk. He was very drunk. drunk. (laughs) I mean, a lot of people have had their clothes taken off when they were very drunk, and they didn't know. I know. I did that to you once. <laughs> Rape. Um, you loved every second of it. <laughs> but like, yeah, she says she took his clothes and gave them to the valet with the instructions to burn them. And he's like, you burn my clothes? So she gives him like a robe, which he, he uses to wrap around his waist as he gets out of the bed so she can't see his junk again. Because she obviously already did. Right. And then he walks into the bathroom and immediately takes the robe off so she can get those ass cheeks right there. Yeah. He's like, here's what you're missing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he puts the robe on all the way. No, like I said, no tan lines. This is just a beautiful JC booty shot. Also, like, she's like, we'll go get you new clothes. I'm like, okay, but what is he wearing to the store? Is he going to the store in this robe? (laughs) (laughs) And then just completely segue to a montage. It's it's terrible because it's like, why are you so nice to me? Like this fucking montage music. To a, a, a total, like, straight out of the book of Pretty Woman scene. Oh, yeah. He's trying all these different suits or whatever. And, like, yeah, I, I, we both said it separately. I was writing down and didn't hear you. But I was like, is he getting pretty womaned? Because she's buying him stuff. When they're in the dressing room together, she just, like, grabs his junk. He's wearing this pair of underwear that literally, like, snaggles his pants. Like, I. Yeah, he wants. It's like a banana, a banana hammock, but boxers, boxer briefs. It's a banana hammock. I thought it was like whitey tighties. <laughs> yeah, but they were boxer, and then also it just had like this sheath that you put your dick and balls in. Maybe that was just he's got a gigantic dick and balls. It oh. was a whole separate part. Like it was extra. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't spend that much time looking. I at did. His dick. I looked at his dick. <laughs> I looked long and hard. So speaking of long and hard, she grabs it, <laughs> and they go back to the ho- the penthouse. And he's like, 
I'll, I'll stay over here with Joshua. And she's like, why? You guys uh, fucking? And he's like, she gets very jealous over this, by the way. She gets jealous over everything. He's like, I am not your toy, Cynthia. You can do that with Russell. You can do that with Joshua. But you cannot do that with me. (laughs) This is not a good JCBD, but it's a good snooty Frenchman. (laughs) I sound more like a a snooty waiter from like an 80s movie. Shout out. It is only way far thin, sir. So Mustafa. Like, there's this really long, actually very, like, well-composed shot of Helen and Nicole leaving their apartment building. Oh, and yeah. And the camera, like, goes across the street, and it jibs up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just showing, you know, this New York street, and it's it's very well done. The music's very slow. And then... <laughs> It stops for a second, and I'm like, that's weird. Why the camera just stopped moving? And then it moves over, just, and then all of a sudden it gets unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it pans down, or jibs down. The camera goes to the right, and then you see that Mustafa and uh, Bartog are in the next apartment building watching um, okay. Helen and Nicole's house for, for Leon to return. Okay, but... Then we get to the school. Okay, this is the fucking creepy part. Yeah. This is America! America, I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, Van Dam is waiting outside of the school in a hoodie, hidden behind a tree, which is not a good way to hang out. Not creepy. <laughs> and uh, while he's like looking across the street, watching Helen take Nicole to You're school, like, oh, beautiful. Yeah, there's this is gang on their knees at shotgun point when the cops arrested on the <laughs> other side of the tree that he is leaning on. Yeah, like wouldn't these cops be like, "Sir, you're gonna need to step away, please." <laughs> like he's, if I start firing, he's like mere feet from this scene, <laughs> and it's also right across from the school, and the cops don't give a shit. Like <laughs> shotguns pointed directly at these people on their knees. Hey, America. America. <laughs> now he's just walking around and then like this is another thing to show how much of a good person he is. He f- sees another ball bounces at him, another little girl is chasing it. These little little <laughs> girls need to get their balls under control. Is Seriously. <laughs> and he gives her the ball and he's like, "Oh, where is your family?" And they're right there and it's a homeless family and they're all painted like they have dirt on them. <laughs> they're painted. painted like dirt. It doesn't it's not dirt. It's clearly very clearly like a like an ash paint or something. Yeah. It's, if it is dirt, if it is supposed to be like what they have on them, it looks like they were just in a burning house and that's why they're homeless. Yeah. It's like black dirt. But he gives them, he's like, do you want some money? And the girl's like, fuck yeah. So, you know, and that's juxtaposed right into the next shot of Cynthia, the rich bitch, you know, sitting in her like silk sheets and her silk robe, sipping champagne in the middle of the afternoon. And he, so he comes and he knocks on the door and she gets up to answer it. And he just goes, I'll do it. And she goes, oh, and he's like, I will fight. Oh. <laughs> like, she was like... I mean, I will fight for you. Yeah, she's like, oh, we're fucking? Oh. I mean, money's good, too, I guess. <laughs> uh, she's trying so hard to get it. She, like, lays back down and, like, stretches her arms behind her head. Her nipples are like, poking up through the yeah. the fabric of her negligee. Yeah, she's she's just putting it out there for him to smell and he does not care. So he said, he tells her, I can't stay here. You need to get me my own place because this place is too soft for a fighter. It'll make me soft. I can't, I won't be able to, you know, whatever. So we get the first of the fight montage here, which and it ends up being like really close to where Nicole and Helen live. So where he can just jog a block and watch the girls. Oh, the house where he's living. Yeah. He gets, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense. They probably got him. He's like, I want to live in this really cheap neighborhood <laughs> where poor people live, which exactly. is Helen and 
Um, so there's this roller skating fight club, whatever here. Like, oh my God. I think this is the one that, that Patrick, when you texted me and you were like, this game makes me want to play Def Jam fight for New York. <laughs> oh, definitely. I wanted to play a fight game. Just beat the shit out of people. Well, that's how all the scenes go. They're all like set up scenes with people standing around. It's like street fighter where people are standing around just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the same <laughs> thing over and over. So this one is all these rich people pulling their fancy cars into this like garage and make a circle. Yeah. And they're like. Um, yeah, they make a circle around it with all their headlights on, and like they get the one of the cars gets this guy out of the back who's it's like it is like a fighting game or a wrestling match. Everybody's got like a costume for each thing. Yeah. So this guy is like the Scotsman, and he gets out, and like Joshua's making fun of his dress or whatever, and Leon's like he is from Scotland, and Joshua's like never heard of it. No, that's not what he says. But let me know if he's wearing <laughs> anything under that skirt. Yeah, go up his dress. I'd like to know if he's got any drawers on. Yeah, something like that. So Leon tries to fight scene though. Yeah, all the fight scenes are good. I mean, Leon tries to shake his hand and he just punches him in the face and he gets the upper hand on him him at first. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. And he throws Leon through one of the windshields of the cars, and the guy's like, Hey, get off my car, man. You're scratching my car. I'm like, you parked it in a circle around people fighting. (laughs) Also, you have no windshield now. (laughs) (laughs) He's rich, he can afford it. (laughs) So Leon ends up winning. Like they jump on the cars, they fight, whatever. You want to hear about the fight scenes. I'm not going to recap those. Watch the fucking movie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but Leon wins and he holds up Scotty in front of like the car that he came in and like looks at the people and like holds like points at Scotty and then just like drops him and walks away. <laughs> and then the sub uh, the the closed captioning says, "Yeah, we'll pay you." <laughs> so then we go Joshua now goes to Helen's house and the legionnaire guys who are following him don't know who Joshua is, so he can walk white right through and they don't see him. Um, and he's pretending to be like an insurance agent for some secret insurance policy that her husband had, and he's giving them checks. And obviously it's the money from Van Damme's fighting because she didn't want to accept it any other way. And she's like, well, I didn't know anything about insurance, but yeah, you know, fuck it, I'll take it. Husbands do this all the time, you know? They don't want their uh, women to have to have to work again. Yeah, it's the other way around, usually, I think. If you ever, like, I don't watch a lot of true crime, but I'm pretty sure they usually take the insurance policy out on the wife, and then she mysteriously <laughs> dies. <laughs> I mean, I put an insurance policy on you. I didn't know. Bum, bum, bum. He didn't know. He didn't think at all. <laughs> all right. So then we get the next fight. It's like a racquetball court fight versus a guy who looks a lot like Diamond Dallas Page from WCW. Is this one where in the the racquetball court? Yeah, they're oh in like goodness. the racquetball or squash court or whatever. This is the 80s, so racquetball, I guess. Because we'll squat. It's the same room, honestly. One is with I mean, a paddle and one is with your hand, right? I think it's just two different kinds of paddles. I don't fucking I don't know. know. So everybody's like looking up from above like, yeah, get him, kill his ass, woo! So it's just a whole bunch of montage of fight scenes. He gets throws the guy through the glass, yeah, which is pretty sweet. Kicks him, kicks, kicks him. him through. The glass. He has to kick him through the glass. Good point. Jean Claude Van Damme doesn't throw. He's got that leg power. <laughs> uh, so he, this is where we get like the Rocky scene where he puts the hoodie on and he's jogging, and there is some fake like Survivor music playing in the background. <laughs> yes, uh, but it's so weird. The music in this movie is so like bad because like there's some cool like whatever like. That saxophone soft jazz thing. There's some like synthy stuff, whatever. But like, it all just plays over its, its each other. So like, he's jogging. There's this fake like Eye of the Tiger shit playing, and then he sees um, Nicole riding on her new bike 
like little streamers and stuff showing it to like some other girl <laughs> which by the way it's kind of a fucked up scene because she's not like hey check out my new bike you want to try it she's like look at my bike isn't it sweet and then just like speeds <laughs> off on this girl <laughs> like if it was a car she would have just spit like spit rocks up on her <laughs> But he's like watching, and this f- Eye of the Tiger shit is still playing. But then, like, some soft horn music starts playing at the same time over the fucking Eye of the Tiger music. <laughs> it's like just transition or cut, or I don't know. It's it's really distracting. So then we get another fight scene. It's the drained pool, which, as soon as you see this fight, you, you know, know somebody's going yeah, in. Yeah, drained pool. The deep end has like a foot of just stagnant cesspool water in it. It's not a Cessna pool. <laughs> and there's a bunch of fucking. Uh, people around that are wearing bathing suits and stuff. Yeah, even you know, it's not a pool it's Beverly water. Hills. <laughs> like we're at a pool party. No, you're not. You're at a murder party. But they wanted to work on their tans. <laughs> so this fucking all these guys kind of look like other wrestlers. Like this guy comes out and he kind of looks like uh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, another WCW WWF guy. But they're wearing like the traditional wrestling garment. Yeah, where they have like the the, the very long tank top thing, short whatever thingies. it is, whatever they call it. You know, chafe their nipples. Yeah, the wrestle garb. <laughs> uh, leotards, right? Shocker, Leon ones. Yeah, but they do get kicked. He kicks that dude into the water, and then he gets into the water, and it's super gross. And all I can think about this whole scene is get out of that water. Like the, he has, a, he gets out a cut on his face because the guy's toenails cut. Uh, yeah, that's what it looked like. Because the guy kicks him and he gets a cut, and then two. he goes under this water, and I'm like, well, there goes your face. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to amputate. That's bacteria. And we find out now that Cynthia has found out about Helen because she cashed the check. And Cynthia obviously is monitoring this account. And uh, immediately she's talking to Joshua and he's like, look, it was it was his brother's wife. And, you know, he's just trying to. Are they fucking? (laughs) Exactly. Are they fucking? (laughs) Nobody can fuck him if I can't fuck him. He's like, bitch, he doesn't even go to her apartment. Like, I love the exasperated. (laughs) Yeah. Joshua, he doesn't even step in there. Joshua wins points with this. He's like, bitch, you crazy. <laughs> she won't even take money for him. That's why he had to do it this way. <laughs> the Leon sees Nicole again. Like, he's jogging. It's kind of like a bad, like, pedophile scene again. He's, like, jogging by. She's on her bike. And he's like, oh, didn't expect to see you there. Let me kneel down and talk to you. It's just weird. I know what he's doing, but it's... If you don't know they're related, it's weird. Yeah, if you're an outsider looking in, it's like... And he's he's talking to Nicole, and she's like, look at my bike, it's so cool. And the mom comes out, and she's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? And at the same time, the two Legionnaire guys, Mustafa and Yolo. fucking Bartog. <laughs> yeah, the, the actor's name is something like YOLO. Something like YOLO. I can't remember. Well, it's, it's, it's like it's, four it's, letters. It's a, it's a big, like, Russian name on IMDb, but... In the credits, it was like he has like a name. He goes as Volo. The, Volo, yeah, it's so the it first four. Because his name is name. like Volostovsky Askamak and Flashstickerst and Moo. So he goes by Volo now. So they, he just went by Volo, which was probably like a fighter name or stunt name or something. Like he was probably. probably but yeah, they they're like, don't make us get rough in front of the little girl. So they let the girl leave and they start fighting him in the alley. Uh, the one thing he does say, he's uh, the uh, Bartog says in his. Even worse English than Fandam. <laughs> Your time was up in the desert. We still owe you for that one, fucker. <laughs> yeah. That was more Austrian. It was, like, was a little Schwarzenegger, fucker. but you know, whatever. It's it it takes eight minutes to say that line, and then <laughs> and then they have a, a fucking alley fight, and they're just about to arrest him when Russell pulls up because now Russell is following Van Dam because they want to know why who want to know more about Helen or whatever. Helene. 
And Russell pulls up and they both turn to look and Van Damme takes advantage of that and like knocks this thing down and it hits them in the face. And uh, Russell takes him and they run. They have this whole thing about like, why are you following me? Why are you hiding stuff from us? Whatever. Just get in the car. So he goes to a doctor. Put the like, cards on the table. I don't know if this is like a free clinic he goes to. I thought maybe he was a veterinarian or something. Yeah, that's It's like what this really janky little like thing. And this guy comes in who's like talking like Cheech hey, Marin. Yes, hey. Yeah, he's like, hey, Holmes, you broke your rib. And then like. broken rib. But you see. Then he like he's like here don't tell anybody about my rib and gives the guy some money and the guy all of a sudden does not have that that like inflection in his voice and he's just like shit hundred dollars keep coming back yeah we won't <laughs> say anything this is good oh yeah <laughs> Joshua goes to Helen's apartment he's like yo you guys need to get the fuck out of this apartment and she's like what are you talking about like you're the insurance guy what the fuck do you know and, and that's when spills everything out for yeah, her yeah well Leon comes into the room and she's like. <gasps> It was you giving us money? And this is when the little girl is like, and he explains. Oh, that's right. He holds up his fists. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Joshua's like, this is what's been paying your bills. It's, you know, which by the way, he could be just murdering people. Yeah. Like, this is what's paying your bills. <laughs> and she's Bloody like, oh, hands. that's sweet. <laughs> like, he doesn't explain that he's getting the shit kicked well, out of him. He's She goes, okay, then explain. And then I think they just cut to the next scene. Yeah, so well, he the, does the, explain the, the little girl comes in and says, Mommy, is he still a stranger? Nope. No, no honey. True. This is your Uncle Leon. Yeah, but that was after, that's the next cut scene. Like, I think he does it because she's like, explain everything. And so it's like, he talks to her and tells her everything. And then, oh, okay. we're a happy family now. Move on. So Cynthia and Russell are now hanging out with the Legionnaire dudes in this fancy penthouse Mustafa. thing. So they're hanging out with them and they're showing him a tape of this new fighter, this guy named Attila, who has the same last name as the guy playing Mustafa. So I don't know if they're related or if it's like maybe it's a common Moroccan last name. But they, he, the guy was also in some other Van Damme movies. He was in The Quest, which is definitely going to be a future episode. They're showing him the tape, and this guy is basically like an unstoppable machine. Like, people just beat the shit out of him, and he doesn't feel anything. And then he just picks them up and pummels them to death. And he kills and then, everybody he fights. And he splits them in half from the groin up. Oh, yeah. He, like, tears this dude's fucking asshole open. Yo, that hurt my vajayjay <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's, it's like um, Terrifier, but without a saw. Yes. Oh God, that part was awesome. <laughs> oh, You've oh, seen Terrifier, dude. So it's this. It's an insane, like just you know, splatter gore, like horror slasher thing. It has no no plot at all. And this guy, uh, Al Arnold, Arn Arnold the clown. I don't know, whatever. Some clown in black and white makeup goes around like terrorizing people. And this one girl, he like ties her up by her feet and then saws her from the middle up to her head. It's pretty gross. It's dope. So they're like, we basically we want uh, Leon to fight Attila because there's no fucking way he's gonna win this fight. And now he he's. Wants to make I, had, I had just commented about like if you keep winning, the odds change and you're no longer making any money. Like you know, if you do sports betting, you're like, hey, the odds are this team's gonna win. I'll bet five dollars. Like, okay, you won five dollars and forty cents. You know, but if the odds are against it, you bet five dollars, you win fifteen. You know what I mean? So like. So they're basically like, we need to change this shit up. So everybody thinks that Van Damme's going to win. So we'll we'll bet on Attila and let everybody else bet on Van Damme. And that way we get all the money. I think she's also over Van Damme because he won't fuck her. Yeah, that's a big part of it, too. And basically the Russian guy just says some something in Russian. And she just looks at him like, huh? And he goes, can we watch? Yeah. So, so they're at the house and Cynthia comes to pick Leon up, right? Is that? I, I just know that. Uh, I just remember that Joseph is fucking around with Leon. 
Or no, that's you're right. Later. They get up there. He's like, I have one more fight to do and then we'll leave. Okay, yeah. You guys pack up. <laughs> By the way, there's this really weird scene. Like, she picks them up. Her and Russell are in the limo and they, the uh, Leona and Joshua get in. And we just immediately cut to Cynthia just like, ha 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 And everybody's just like staring at her. <laughs> like, both of them are just like, Mm, this is not creepy. <laughs> I mean, that's what I wrote was ha 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 ha. So this is where <laughs> we meet the investors, quote unquote, for this last fight with Attila, and he's like, "This one guy's like, you have the tape." She's like, "You have no idea what I had to go through to do yeah. this." And she has this like, so it's just the beginning of the VHS tape of Attila's fight, and then right before Attila gets up from that fight, the tape miraculously quit. It starts getting staticky, yeah. and the investor's like, I'm over it. Let's get this so we can make money. Yeah, because <laughs> they just see Attila getting the shit kicked out of him, even though he's not feeling any of it. They're like, eh, hey, whatever, that guy's a pussy. We don't need to see the end of the tape. Fuck it. Van Damme knows something's up, because yeah. he's just staring at, he's staring daggers at Cynthia. Um, so she says she's going to bet a quarter mil on Leon, and that's what everybody else should bet, whatever. So now we get to the final fight scene. It's at some, like, flower garden, like, I don't know, some outdoor garden, garden party. party. Yeah. yeah. Like, is this the scene, this is that same place where they were having that party and taming the T-Rex, It's like I a think? tennis court. <laughs> And Attila gets out of oh, the... Oh, no, they, the, the, they have that... I was like, oh, it's a fumigation tent. Yeah. But Attila gets out of the plane or the car or whatever he's getting out of, and he's just carrying a kitty cat, which is, <laughs> you know, I guess hilarious. So, yeah, Leon arrives, and they're, he's sitting in the room, getting ready for the fight, psyching himself up, whatever. Joshua comes in, and he's like, hey, sport, and, like, punches him in the side, like, just taps him <laughs> in the side. And he, like, keels over in pain, and he's like, so anything you need to tell me? And he's like, nope, I'm good. And then he goes <laughs> to do it again, and he's like, eh. Yeah. So he finds out that his rib is broken. He's like, dude, we're going to bet all our money on you. Like, he's what like, the I, fuck? I took all my money out. Put it all on me. We're going to win this fight. Yeah. And he's like, dude, Attila has killed or buried eight bodies. Yeah. Like, he's like, you don't need to do this. And this is when Leon is like, no, I will take away Alain. I will take away Nicole. I will take away you. I will take away Cynthia. I will take away those fucking gang ringers that try to beat us up. I will save everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Man, you ain't no shit. <laughs> Joshua now confronts Cynthia like, hey, so who are you betting on? And she's like, well, the odds are really good. That's not what I asked. I asked, who are you betting on? And she's just like, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that he's like debating whether or not he's going to bet for it's or that against moral Leon. conundrum. Yeah, because he's like, well, he's probably going to lose. So we want this money, but maybe he won't die. And we can still like the idea. I think I don't think he does it as like a betrayal where he's like, he's going to lose. I'm going to take this money and run. I think he does it because he's like, well, this money is for his family. He's going to lose this fight. So at least if he loses, I can take this money. I told him 50-50. Yeah. So even if he dies, they get half of it. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's just 100% <laughs> convinced he's going to lose. We don't know for sure that he bets against him, but they kind of hint at it. Um, and Joshua does mention that she screwed him over in the past. And he's like, I just know how you do people, you know. So apparently he used to be a fighter, like which he mentions yeah. in the room when he's talking to Van Damme, but never mentioned before. No, <laughs> but he does have some. He does have like that wonky limp, that one weird prosthetic over his right eyebrow, and that terrible prosthetic on his left ear. Yeah, like that's all I could fucking stare thing. at. Oh my god, it was terrible. So there's another fake Survivor song here that leads up to the fight. It doesn't start when they're like people are filing into the little like arena thing or whatever. It starts. When Nicole and Helen are packing their clothes. So it's like, burp, 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 burp. And they're like folding laundry. Sweatpants. <laughs> this the song, the chorus, by the way, is, 
No mercy, your back's to the wall. No mercy, winner take all. <laughs> it's pretty cool stuff. Pretty awesome. Pretty cool, sis. So, <laughs> so like, Russell sees Leon come in. He's like, look at him. He's so fucking scared. He's going to get his ass kicked. Because Leon is acting like, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess he probably is scared. He's like, this dude's going to beat the shit out of me. But he, he still kno- thinks he can He's win. looking at Cynthia, and he's looking at Attila, and he's like... She fucked me. Yeah. She got set up. Yeah. This is a hundred percent a fucking setup. Because she looks snotty and not not concerned at all. She's just like, <laughs> yeah, should have fucked me, loser. <laughs> so they do the fight and like Jean-Claude's starting to beat Attila's ass. Like, of course, exactly what you expect. Attila's just taking every hit, not showing any feign of anything. The one time he does finally hit him, though, when Attila punches him, he happens to punch him in his like right rib cage there. Yeah, the and, one with the broken yeah, rib. And Van Damme kind of like keels oh, over oh, and he oh. uh, he looks at him and he points out, and he yeah. just laughs and kind of is like, you fucked up, son. <laughs> so he's he's beaten on that. And like, he eventually gets down. He's like punching him in the inner thighs, which has got to hurt. Although, you know, I, I did point out we were watching it. These Van Damme's got great inner thigh muscles. You've seen those splits? I've seen him strangle a man <laughs> with those thighs. <laughs> I think that was a dream. And I think that was you. No, there's, there is a movie where he straight strangles a man with his thighs. Oh, I'm sure. I just meant that you wanted him to wrap his thighs around your face. No. If it was a chick, yes. I, I definitely don't want him. balls in the face. No, thank you. Oh, there's there's one thing we totally skipped over because they, the Nicole and Helen move into the house with them. And so they buy all the groceries and stuff. And then they pull out this little baby <laughs> snuffleupagus toy that has a giant penis on its face. An uncut penis. It's, it's extremely phallic. You said a little toy with a, with a nose, and I thought of Bing Bong, and I got sad. I wish it was Bing Bong. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. bong. Oh. Inside Out. Thank you. <laughs> I see the wheels turning. I just saw it the other day, and I'm like, the fantastic. this literally, sounds familiar. Literally, I said something at work the other day, and I was like, ah, Bing Bong. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, go back to the fighting. So, yeah, he's, he's getting the shit kicked out of him, and Joshua is, like, down on the ground, like, yo, stay the fuck down. Don't get up. He is going to kill you. He and, says it like seven times. Yeah, and Van Damme gets up and he's like, you're going to die, man. Just like yelling out <laughs> into the whole thing or whatever. And then Van Damme gets the shit kicked out of him again and gets knocked down again. And this is where and we find out. And then he tells him like, you know, well, I have to win because, you know, the money and whatever. Like, we have to get this money for Helen. And he's like, don't worry about it, man. I bet it all on Attila. Like, you're good. And wrong bet. And then he gets up and he's... Yeah, and there's, you know, he stands up well. There's not as quick to turn around. I thought he was just going to get up and just like uppercut him or some shit. He gets up, and all the rich people start like clapping to like motivate him. All the people who bet on him. The slow clap. The slow clap, like the rhythmic clap. And then we just get, and then it's just explosion, Van Damme kick, full on fucking roundhouse kick, leaping off the ground, fucking. Guile style. Like, like <laughs> kicking Attila towards Cynthia. Because, you know, it's only a two-foot wall that they're sitting yeah. at. Oh, I'm like, yes, get all this fucking blood on her, please. <laughs> you know, just kicks the shit out of him, literally. He's just kick, 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 back kick, up kick, down kick, flip kick. I don't think he flips. Doesn't matter. It's <laughs> all kick. he kicks. walks off him. He does eventually punch him in the face. He never does the split kick, though. I know. No. I was waiting for the split kick. <laughs> That's because he used all of his juice doing that. Well, he's getting punched in the inner thighs a lot, so maybe it was too hard. Maybe he wasn't allowed to do it for this movie. 
<laughs> like that's copyrighted for that other company. <laughs> so yeah, he beats him up. So basically, oh, when he's a- leaning over the wall, when Attila's leaning over the wall right in front of Cynthia, uh, Russell stands up to like tell Attila like get the be- <laughs> get the fuck back out there, and Van Dam just kicks that dude right in the face too, which is pretty Knocks great. Knocks him the fuck out. I was really hoping he'd kick Cynthia, but I guess he's too nice of a guy to kick a woman in the face, yeah. even if she is a heartless demon. I really want when he's like all bloody. <laughs> so Attila's like bloody, beaten. He- He's choking Attila out and he's got his fist and he's shaking and then he looks at Cynthia. All I wanted to do do was like wipe Attila's face and just smear it all (laughs) over her. Just like, you disgusting bitch. (laughs) Yeah, this is like you said, he's holding his fist up. He's looking at him and like he's waiting. Everybody's waiting for the death blow. Kill him. Kill that motherfucker. Kill him. Uh, You know, fucking uh, the the big guy, Russell, standing there just goes, finish him. It's weird. And, uh, you know, because he's Shao Kahn. Um, Um, Yeah. (laughs) And then this is where Mustafa. But but Lion won't, or Leon won't kill. Yeah. He won't kill. He he puts the hand down. He walks away. He won't kill it. And yeah, like you said, Mustafa grabs him. He's like, hey, man, good fight. Now uh, let's Let's go go home. home. And they're really nice to him. And they lead him off. And they're they're like like literally holding him and carrying him. And then in the next scene, he's just walking down the stairs. They have their hands under his arms, but he's clearly just walking just fine. But yeah, he congratulates him. Cynthia storms out at this point. She goes to get in her car, but her car can't go anywhere because it's blocked in by all these other cars. You know, there's all the the wrap up stuff. Like he's got a scene where he's talking to Joshua, and Joshua's like, "Hey, man, you got heart, and that's a good thing. Don't ever lose it because you'll never it. get it back." And they hug and they cry, and it's great. I'm glad it told us they were crying, though. Yeah, the subtitles clear clarify that they were crying. <laughs> they weren't just cutting onions. And <laughs> <laughs> your sweat smells so bad. Please get away from me. Um, oh. This is when somebody runs out from like the, the the facility here and like opens Cynthia's limo door and like uh, excuse me the the house would like to see you about your un just unsecured marker so she didn't bring the money in she just was like I'm gonna win I'll just bet and I'll get all this money and then over the intercom here if you find that bitch don't let her off the premise <laughs> walking through the front door right now yeah and she's like I swear I'll have the money to, I'll have the money out tomorrow it's in New York I could get it wired right away. So I'm pretty sure Cynthia's dead, which is great. Yeah, good. <laughs> and then we get a really long, like, protracted scene of, like, you know, of course you've got to have the emotions, I guess, whatever. Like, the the little girl, Nicole, is like, why can't you go with us? Because he tells her he has to leave. And he's like, I cannot run from my past forever. You run from my past. too. we run, we run, 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 whatever. <laughs> we run so far away. They They take him. Into the car. He gets to say bye to everybody. He gets to hug everybody. Yeah. And this is the part where Mustafa is looking at Yolov. What's his name? Uh, Kartog? Volo. Bartog. Bartog. And he's looking at Bartog with the puppy eyes. And he's Which just like. Which is a street fighter name, by the way. But come on. Like. <laughs> yeah. When you do we hear, have you, to? Yeah. You hear the girl like inside like. Oh, I want you to go. And like this little girl. I really just in general don't like child actors. She's actually very good. Yeah. Like the tears are real. Come out. I was her like. Lines, did they pinch her? Her lines sound like a girl saying these things. Not like a kid delivering lines. Yeah. You know. Like I don't know. She was pretty good. Mustafa gives Bartog a look. And they're like. You know. Like should we, and Bartog's should we let like, him stay? And Bartog's like. No. He bad. Bad. We go back. He got six months left. So, yeah, which now is going to be added on to. Six years. So they drive away. They're all sitting in the car. And he's just like, you know, whatever. I've accepted my fate. And then the car like goes like three blocks away. Also, who's driving this car? Because they're all three in the back seat. Someone from the, probably the, what do you call it? Consulate. Okay. Yeah, consulate. Something like that. But, yeah, they then they just, they go like three blocks away and pull over. (laughs) And Bartok (laughs) is just like, okay, get out. Not opening a door, yeah. <laughs> just sitting there looking straight. Get out. 
<laughs> and then he does end up opening the door, but he doesn't get out of the car. He's like, <laughs> climb over me. Rub it all over yeah, my face. Yeah, he wanted those Van Damme buns. He's jealous of Cynthia. Yeah, he did. And then you see uh, Nicole standing at an open door, like a screen door, just like, I want my puppy back. <laughs> or were they, were they outside? It doesn't matter. No, she's and he standing comes, with the door. He comes door. running over the hill, and there's the triumphant music. Yay! And they all have a hug, and then, you know, crane up, end of scene. End of scene. End of movie. End of movie. One um, big happy family. You know, pretty quick episode on this one, mostly because it's a Van Damme movie, and it's like, then there's a fight scene. Next... Then there's a fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's a, what was it, 70 or 88 minute movie, I believe. No, it was 144, whatever that yeah. is. 104 minutes. No, I think it was an Or hour 44. Sorry, that's yeah. what I meant. Not 144. Good God. Uh, <laughs> hour 44. So, I mean, it's not short, short, but it's a good length. 40 minutes of it is fight scenes. Yes. So an hour of it is the story, which, you know, works well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> So, you know, round the table here, I, mean, I feel like everybody knows what I'm going to say. It's a Van Damme movie. I have two Van Damme t-shirts. Come on. I own like nine of his movies out there. So you hated it. So I hated it. And I never <laughs> want to watch another Van Damme movie again. No, I highly recommend this one. If you like action movies, if you like Van Damme, if you like that era of action, it's great. The story doesn't mean anything. It's just there to give you a reason to fight. And I did like their excuses for fighting in this. I liked that it was like, oh, there's this underground fight ring. Because, like, sometimes there's these, he does these movies where they have to, like, set up these reasons for him to fight. And it's just like, well, you're not just running around in a world full of ninjas. You're trying to be in, like, the real world. So, you know what I mean? Like, you don't just get into random fights like this. But this is, like, a street fighting ring. There is more street fighting in this movie, by the way, than the movie Street Fighter that he is in. (laughs) (laughs) That will also be a future episode. And it's stupid. I, I really did like it. Um... Again, there was some actually really phenomenal acting from certain characters, certain actors. Like I absolutely hands down love Joshua's character. Just he was just like, hey, limited yeah. bear, don't give me doing, no jive, motherfucker. Yeah, he literally <laughs> says jive, motherfucker at some point. I mean, he was doing that like, you know, eighties, seventies, eighties, like black street guy kind yeah. of thing. But he was good at it. His use of motherfucker was wonderful. And honestly, I thought JD's <laughs> acting wasn't horrendous in this. I mean, other than the fact that he couldn't speak English, but, but that could have it was a choice. It wasn't. It I've wasn't, seen other but movies. it worked well for it in this <laughs> in this particular film. It worked because he wasn't trying to be an American. So you do recommend? I, yes, I do. Patrick, terrible movie. <laughs> Why? Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> paints himself as the good guy. Yeah. All the moral right choices from the get-go. Especially with the, I signed up for this, but I wouldn't give up my family. (laughs) Okay, so not surprisingly. (laughs) See, I gave you this one thinking, hey, at least I'll have fun with this one. It's a Van Damme movie. Who doesn't like a Van Damme movie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) The fight scenes were good. Except, like, they got to a point where it wasn't, it was always just, like, one-sided. And then it turned to the point where, like, he's getting his ass kicked constantly. Yeah, and I think the the problem was they were, they put in so many fight scenes. If they would have had, like, one less, then each fight could have maybe been a little better with more back and forth. But, yeah, generally speaking, he was just mowing through these people. It's kind of like you were playing a fighting game, right? You're on yeah. like the lower levels and the, the, the little things going up the tower and you're like, win, <laughs> win, win, win. What? Mirror yeah. match. <laughs> <laughs> you get to Goro and all of a sudden he's kicking your ass. <sighs> all right. So next week we have the big hit 
with uh, Marky Mark, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, and uh, that will be leading into our uh, It's Gonna Be Bay month, because uh, the first movie we're going to do there will be Pain and Gain, which is a Marky Mark movie <laughs> with uh, Michael Bay, and it's with The Rock, Michael Bay directing. I didn't couldn't go straight to like Transformers 12 or whichever one he's in. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll get there. So that's the plan for that. So don't forget to uh, check out Evasion. Uh, you can get their music on Bandcamp. You can listen to them on Spotify. Go to their Facebook. Find them. They're awesome. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you know, make sure to like rate and review wherever you listen because if you review us, it raises our profile. More people can find us. Uh, I want to make sure we stay on the lists above these other people who just started a podcast two weeks ago called Bad Movies, Worse Opinions. And I want to fucking sue them, but I have no Fuck way them. to do that. They can go fuck themselves because I did the research before I chose this name to make sure there was I wasn't biting someone else's name. Fuck those guys. They might be great people. I don't know. It's frustrating, though, because somebody was looking for the podcast. and They're like, is this it? And I was like, no, what the fuck is that? Because it came up before ours. And ours um, is even alphabetically first. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck them. Maybe it's because there's a comma. I'm taking the comma out. All right. So anyway, (laughs) rate, review, all that stuff. Um, Send us an email if you have any suggestions, if you have any stories, if you just want to send me an email so I'm getting something besides bills and junk (laughs) Uh, receipts. Uh, it's badmoviesworstpeople at gmail.com. Send your friends to badmoviesworstpeople.com. They can find everywhere they can listen to us. We just got added to some more. Like, I got us added to some more directories. So if people use these like more random things like Podbean or CastBox or uh, TuneIn or whatever, there's all these other little like podcatch, podcatcher things they call them. We're on all those now. So we should be able to be found anywhere you can find podcasts. So thank you for being here. Make sure to watch some more Jean-Claude Van Damme. Also, I don't <laughs> think I mentioned, this is kind of an unofficial schlock and load. I wouldn't call it a full-on action movie, so I don't know. But No, it's not. But it, there's not enough guns, I guess. No, I don't think there were any guns. But stuff like kick, Kickboxer kind of belongs in schlock and load, and there's no guns in there. Mm. Yeah, well, whatever. It's we'll schlock get there. and load because there's guns. Jean-Claude Van Damme is on the image that I made. doesn't matter. <laughs> thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys. Well, we won't see anybody. You'll hear us next week. (laughs) If you listen, we're there. (laughs) I have been Derek. I have been Whitney. Tip your damn bartenders. And I'm Patrick. Good night and go fuck yourself. Boom 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 bo